For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to Land Sharks After Dark, your favorite podcast about the Ole Miss Rebels. I'm your host, Justin Sanders. Uh, joined today to talk about the first two games of Ole Miss's football season. Look ahead to week three. Got my co-host, John Stefanzik, on the line. John, what's up, man? Oh, not much. NFL's about to get recording here about yes, 1230 Eastern Sunday, 15-year anniversary at 9-11. Condole, uh, We'll take a brief, I guess we'll tip never our forget. caps to everybody, never forget, everybody that was a part of the you know, tragic day, but all the never heroes forget. around that, and then as we pause and realize that was 15 years ago, which is pretty, it's amazing how time flies, but mm-hmm. other than that, just about to watch the NFL season mm-hmm. kick off, had a little, had a line of thunderstorms come up here today, we, which we've had a drought up here, so we need some rain, but weather report aside, you're probably tired of that, I oh, guess I we're, we're um, well, you're in Lubbock. I guess is yeah. So I have to excuse any uh, any drop off in audio quality. I don't have my normal equipment with me, but hopefully it'll be okay. But yeah, I mean it's nice here. If anybody watched that late game last night at nine, uh, Tech is out in Tempe. They played Arizona State last night, so it's pretty pretty calm around Lubbock right now. Um, you know, away games. Yeah. Um, let's see here. So we need to talk about the Florida State game first. I'd say, although obviously I think. Uh, Anyone listening to this was probably watching that game. You saw yep. a very exciting first half, but I mean, even in that first half, John, there were signs that uh, there were some weaknesses in Ole Miss's defense. Um, Tony Connor, definitely not the Tony Connor we remember from his first two seasons at Ole Miss. Um, I hate to say it, John, but it seems like a good chance that Tony's career could effectively be over at this point. I would say yes, unless we see. I mean, D.T. Shackelford's second half of the 2013 season seemed to kind of get half a step back. Yeah, but, but do we need to do we need to move Connor to linebacker? I mean, is I that- mean, I think that if you're gonna, that's the most effective place for him to play. You have one of the which which more twin A.J. Moore and then Custis are going to have to be out at Husky. Yeah, he the idea of him being 95 percent healthy was a total lie. I don't know. Oh, absolutely. I mean, and, and also, was I was I was shocked that shit. after the game. Womack act like Womack act like he was surprised that Connor wasn't healthy. It's like, wait, are you like? There's no way in fall camp there's, he didn't look. That's just silly. I don't. That, I, that that's just, some coach that's, speak. It was that's, silly. It, that's that's inexplicable from the coaching yeah, staff. That was weird. That's just, and it's inexcusable. I don't care if you did. Like you have to. If they the touchdown they gave up to only go from twenty eight six to twenty eight thirteen was big to kind of kick the game on to, to really turn the momentum of the game. And then a couple turnovers in the third quarter. But reality is, is so he, so we say, I say going into that game that Connor's health and right and our left tackle ability to play left tackle were the two, two main keys. I think overall they played pretty deep. I think the offensive line played pretty decent. They gave up sacks, but they really got in situations where they had to throw the ball. They, they realized schematic going forward, they're going to have to call games 
where the offense kind of controls the pace of the game. It can't just be offense, go, 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 because your defense isn't good enough to just throw themselves out there and shut people down. It doesn't yes. work that way with this team. But, I mean, and, the, the good news is, and I read this today on a message board and agree with it, um, that the defensive line would probably be the hardest thing to fix. And as of right now, it's in pretty good shape. But you got to think those young safeties are going to get better as the year goes on. That's the good news is you have ta- – I mean, the safeties actually played decent – um, against Florida State, it was corner, and then uh, Husky read the biggest weak spot. And and Gates had an okay game at linebacker. He missed some stuff as well. Uh, Maneo and Bing Dukes, they're now they weren't ready for that game. Now it, it's interesting though because seasons progress and things evolve over time, and we've we've seen this every year. You go look at any Bealemo Arkansas team, that that holds true. You just look around college football in general. Teams change a lot week to week. It seemed like Tennessee, when they recovered that fumble and deep in Virginia Tech territory last night and hit it, and hit a touchdown the next play, that kind of woke them up and they looked like a different team. It's, I mean, we have to remember this is, you know, we're talking eighteen to twenty-two year olds out there. It's a chemistry is a weird thing. There's no preseason. Football teams have their own identity. Mm-hmm. I mean, almost had, came out on fire. I mean, if you watch that first half, what, what they was it? Did, but they, six at one point. They did, but then they they didn't. I mean, Jimbo. Jimbo made Jimbo, great adjustments, and he's he, he's, he's a lot of things, but he's a terrific halftime. He makes terrific halftime adjustments at Ole Miss. That was ugly, man. Womack's Womack's. We'll go ahead and get into this. I'm kind of tired of watching Womack's defense. We play bend but don't break. The only year it's really worked well. It's 14 when you had Golson and Pruitt back there playing, you know, playing center field. And with Golson at one corner being a dot shutdown guy, you, you're able to then peak, kind of piece together the other corner. I mean, they were able to play play Hilton at corner. I think Hilton's best spot was actually Husky, gets him closer to the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Saw him miss some stuff back, at, back in the rover spot. But they – they, you can't keep playing that style. I mean, Ken, I guess they, I guess he was trying to duplicate that with Ken Webster basically being Sinquez Golson equivalent, and then Ken tore everything in his knee the first defensive series of the game. Which obviously that, I mean, with Connor being a shell of himself and effect, he he can't play Husky. He can maybe play in maybe. I, you look at putting Connor at middle linebacker. Yeah, honestly, that, that could so. be. I think yeah, that, that's the only place he can really contribute on this team potentially and then unless he gets substantially healthier which i don't know if we'll see that or not it just depends but that totally changed the way they were going to because from there it was webster webster's on the island and then you can you can send help over to the other side whether it be bridges whether it be one of the jalens whether it be carlos davis they can't do that now. I mean, so they're, they're, it's going to put a lot of onus on the young safeties, which appear Hartsfield and I mean, they appear to be pretty good. And De, Deontay Anderson, just throw them out, just, just ride or die with it. I mean, at worst, worst case, those guys are getting developed, and I don't really know if you have any other options outside of that. Does C, do you look at moving C.J. Hampton into a Husky or a, even a linebacker kind of type position? Because he's, he's I a think, little, yeah, he's a step slow. He's, just, he, he's better, but he can give you some support in the run game, kind of closer to the line line of scrimmage, as opposed to being a guy that can float around the back, where that appears to be something that Anderson, um, Anderson, and others can assist with. We'll we'll see how that evolves, but Womack. 
you know, you look at Womack's resume, and he's kind of been a guy that's bounced around a lot. He's had a couple good defenses. He had a good Ole Miss defense when the formula was when the kind of he had the personnel to help fit his style. But I, I'm really starting to wonder: is he is he really a big is he really a big time defensive coordinator that can coach a top fifteen? Defense. He's not exactly a dynamic recruiter, and that side of the ball hasn't had as much success recruiting. Is they've recruited the D line well, and Chris Kiffin, you can attest to that. They're and their D line's really good, but beyond that, linebacker, they struggle to get linebackers, and I think in part because of the four-two-five scheme. Um, the Husky. Yeah, I, position, I think we have Husky. safety talent. It's just that there's the recruiting kind of left this gap year, which is this rebuilding this season. Yeah, agree. They missed on. I mean, there's a few guys. They, I mean, Jamal Adams is a guy they're trying to get yeah. and did, didn't get him. But I mean, it's it, it's and it's not like everybody's going to be able to get everybody. It's tough. But I I think they can improve at defensive coordinator. I believe that. I mean, I've I've come to the and then well, Batoon's coaching safeties. They played okay. Maybe he's. We'll see, Jason. The technique played by the corners, Bridges has been. Let's just go ahead and call him a bust because they. I mean, Womack's saying the two freshman Jalen's are ahead of Bridges in terms of cover of cover. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been on the that, Tony Bridges sucks train for a while. So I've been, you know, agree. I mean, he basically Bridges is a flop. T. Shepard's a flop. So they've gone over two on his JUCO like transfer route with corners. It seems like they have two fresh, a few couple freshmen they're high on, but they're yeah. freshmen at this point. So it's like, what do you, and Ken Webster was a guy out of high school. I mean, there's nothing, I mean, get, get an athletic three-star guy and develop him. I mean, if the guy's having to transfer what, I mean, there's, I mean, and, and who knows? Sometimes the transfer thing works out. I mean, we've seen Fidal Brown work out well for you. So I guess it's probably, you can't just make that blanket statement, but they've, and then the Moore twins are, is AJ Moore? Let's see how he plays this year. Maybe he de- maybe he develops into something. Something that could be a solid contributor. He's going to kind of have to trial by fire on yeah, this. No doubt. We'll see what happens. And CJ Hampton hasn't been shown to be the player yet they thought they were getting out of high school. So that's secondary's kind of got some. It's got some talent. It's also had some head shakers. I mean, missing on Shy Carter. Shy Carter being a true freshman is not an ideal scenario to put out there, but. They're thin on bodies right now. I mean, heck, you yeah, can see he, he would be playing. I, I have to think you can see Derek Jones go back over there at some point because he's I not playing. So. He's not playing receiver. He's got a better shot over there at corner. Well, I, I, apparently, he just finished a two-game suspension. Okay, but I'm still, I, I think they should move him over to corner. Probably they move him, and then you, you look at Kalo Moore, great guy, but he. He had the only thing he's contributed to this program in his four years here is recovering the fumble. Yeah, I guess and Channing Ward put him in a position to do that. But so. I mean, and the fact that he was mentioned by Freeze as a, as a candidate to move to uh, running back kind of tells you all you need to know about his position on the cornerback depth chart. He's he's out there with Cam Ordway, who nobody ever said a word about Cam. Basically, Ordway. he's in the circle of untrustables at cornerback. Pretty much, and then linebacker, the four-two-five scheme. I mean, they had to, they they tried to piece together grad transfers. I mean, they've just they haven't been able to recruit that position for outside of Gates for two three years now. I mean, really, mm-hmm. well, who have they got now? I mean, really, they've gotten and then I guess. Um, Dante Evans is red shirt and he can be good, but yeah. see how they they've got they've got to keep the guys they've got. They need to go add another body at linebacker. 
D-line's good. Benito looked good in spurts. He's yeah, going to be really sure. good. I'll tell you the other thing that crossed my mind, too, watching yesterday's Wofford game, if Gross is healthy in 2015, they win the SEC because they beat Arkansas. Yeah, yeah, he's enough He's enough to change I mean, that. Gross is a guy that we underestimate because he, he knows how to play. He's the leader of that group, and – if he's half as good of a coach as he is a tactician player, he, he could be a great assistant coach if he can translate oh, yeah, no some doubt. knowledge of playing on the field of coaching, which I, from what I, I've, I've read a couple quotes from Isaac that are really thoughtful. He, he seems to be a guy that could go in. Because he's a two undersized to play in the NFL. He, they, they, have, they need to put him on the defensive staff. They just have to make that work. He's a local guy. He can recruit. Mississippi in the South. Yeah, he went to USP. I mean, it's exactly uh, put. Give him a you know, DT's working in athletic uh, administration. Give Gross a guy a role like yeah, that. but if you if you place him somewhere like CJ at EMCC, that'd be okay too. I mean, put him put him at South Panola or one of the JUCOs or Ole Miss. Yeah, any of those exactly. places somewhere he can He's he can help Ole Miss because Florida, Florida State has a network of players. I mean, James exactly. went gave speech. You can say a lot of things about James. Duke can lead a football team. That's oh, the model. Yeah, and he that was a that was a part of it as well. Whereas Ole Miss, I mean. It, there's still we have to look back and we're and watching that team going anywhere nine and three eight and four team. It's like okay, the day Freeze got hired, we're, we're, if we're saying oh this is a nine and three eight and four team, we would we would have zero issues with that. Right. And here's the other thing: after the kind of the oh, this team's got flaws, this and that, Florida State might be the best team in the country. They there it's them. Maybe it's I mean you got to think Francois is going to only get better, and he did a great job. It's either job them or Alabama. I tell you who's I, I tell you who's got to show something. This Clemson's dragged ass for two weeks now. Yeah. Like, Florida, I think they play Florida State and Tallahassee, and FSU is going to go. I think they could pop them hard. I think so uh, too, no doubt. Interesting. Um, so this. So this weekend, where I guess we're bouncing around. Well, we'll we, we can talk about this more later. I didn't realize Florida State went to Louisville on Saturday. That'll be that because Petrino's got a quarterback this year. We'll yeah, see. He's really good. Because that was a I think too. That was effectively a home. That was a home game for FSU. So I think we we, we saw FSU expose Ole Miss flaws. Ole Miss turned. I mean, Ole Miss was minus four in the turnover margin, and yet was in that game in the fourth quarter. I mean, maybe. And then who we'll see is, I mean, they get settled into positions. Now, losing Swinney is major. He was, I mean, he looked good on that one carry he had, but then, I mean, he was, especially, I mean, Wilkin, you knew you, knew you had depth issues with Wilkins out. Right. Um, we saw a little bit of Penniman Saturday, not that much. I think Brasley's a guy. I mean, everybody's saying Judd, 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 and I get Judd. Judd probably needs about – I mean, if I'm designing old, an Ole Miss's game plan, and I'll, I'll, you say, give me 35 runs, give me 12 Judd, 8 Brasley, um, and then give me some Pellerin and Chad, yep. the other 15. And they need, and then Pellerin's got an arm that can actually throw it. I mean, they could run some stuff where they play fake and have Pellerin throw over the top. Yeah, he, threw, uh, he threw deep yesterday to Alex Weber, but it was picked. It was really funny. <laughs> well, but he threw a touchdown to A.J. Brown, so. Did, I Pellerin, mean, did oh, Pellerin threw a touchdown too? I thought he ran in for. I thought he ran in for that score. Pellerin threw a good touchdown pass to AJ Brown. We'll see. Um, 
We'll see how he's going to be part of the offense going forward because he also gives you a 6'4", 230-pound running threat in the backfield. And he's not your long-term guy. So. Oh, yeah, I remember the, that A.J. Brown one. Yeah, well, he's also important because it appears that uh, the plan might be to redshirt Shea Patterson, assuming that doesn't go down. Yeah, I mean, if those guys stay healthy, they're going to redshirt. And Shea, I guess, is agreeable to it. I mean, freeze well, yeah, his family, apparently. So that's kind of... I mean, good for I mean, good for them. Honestly, I mean, yeah. That's really, I mean, you got to think that's about getting bigger and stronger and and agree. That's the thing is, Shea really an NFL quarterback size wise. That's something he's that, to bulk up. It'll help him with injuries. It'll help him, you know, with his arm strength. And he's not gonna. They're gonna, in terms of getting him some support on deep and really enough support roster wise. They're they're basically having to pump this recruiting class more or less. Right, and they and when they know that next season, it's not like the, the the offense is going to be worse next season. Like it's going to be the same offense with more experience. Basically, you, you lose Stringfellow, but it's it's going to be a good offense. Lose String, but you lose, lose Brown and Stringfellow, but Brown I mean, and Metcalf. They're incredible. Terrific. Van I mean, Jefferson's only going to be a really sophomore. Quint, they lose Quincy, but Lodge looks out. They've got receivers. Yeah. Um, that's not the issue. They'll have a couple more tight ends ready, too, at that point. So, I mean, I can understand it from that perspective. I mean, it's it makes sense. I think they're probably saying, you know, if Kelly goes down, that red shirt's burned. But if Kelly is healthy all season, it, it makes sense, I guess, to redshirt him. I mean, it's, it's not going to hurt his career. There's plenty I of mean, if great Shea goes, that redshirted. I mean, Shea can go out there and light it up for two years and then go pro. I mean, yeah. that's fine, too. It's not like it really matters. And yeah. the, the redshirt doesn't really matter, honestly. Well, we didn't expect him to start any games this season anyway, assuming Kelly stays healthy. I mean, he was always going to be mop-up this season. I mean, I mean he's going to mop see up him, but... against Wofford, and he's going to mop up against Georgia Southern. Where else does he mop up? I mean, yeah. Memphis is going to take four quarters because that's how old this Memphis games work. So, yeah. This... So my my thought coming out of that game was they don't after the first day was they can't beat Bama they'll get schemed and schemed but then I started thinking okay it's Hurts or whoever's first start I think on they could beat Bama I mean it's at home they, in the well, new stadium where I was gonna go is that Freeze teams they like to do stuff counter cyclically exactly when you think they're high they tend they like to lay some eggs like the swamp last year and when you think that they're going to get beat bad they like to win but i've said that team has no chance like lsu 2013 when ritter actually made a kick um Mm -hmm. the egg bowl 2014 i mean bama the last two years that was more of a hyped up but this is kind of where a i think I mean, Bama's going to have all their attention and focus. Saban went off on the post-game presser. He's trying to get his team fired up and going to Oxford. But yeah, but see, I honestly think that that works against them sometimes. Like I, I, I honestly think that sometimes Bama teams let themselves focus too much on their opponent and get distracted from taking care of their own business. Honestly, here, here, here's what you do if you're Ole Miss: you don't you win the turnover battle. And you take away the running game the best you can. Yeah, so here's the thing, Ole Miss. And then you tell Jalen Hurts, you say beat us. And you know what? If they're if, if Stewart and Ridley and Howard can can beat up and tear up our secondary, and, and Hurts makes throws, they're winning that game. But I think they'll score a lot. But I think Chad that. will too. Is Chad? Yeah, and that's the. Is how, how is the offense going to work when you get? They really, I don't know how much of a running game they're going to have in this game. It's going to be, it's basically like, Chad, go do something. 
go do something we'll remember for a long time in terms of playing. But he's capable of that. Can they call a game around that? So well, he needs to have the Bo Wallace twenty fourteen game. But I mean, he's better than Bo Wallace, so he needs to be a little better. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that Ole Miss those all those turnovers they haven't gotten the first two weeks. They need a few of those to go their way against Bama. No doubt about that. I think if Bama. I, if Bama plays aggressively, I think they they can win the game by two touchdowns. But I don't. Are they really going to come out and be aggressive? You know. I don't know. I mean, I, I was going to say I think that it, the bend don't break is important this week though because I don't know. I mean, I, I think it was actually working against Florida State. It was honestly Chad that messed up the the back and forth in that Florida State game where he when he had that pick and that fumble on back-to-back drive. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I mean that... the bendle break was working great. I mean, field goals are a lot better than touchdowns, especially when you're scoring. I, I just think that that's something we, we need to do against really good teams. I agree. I want to see more aggression against lesser opponents. But against Bama, I think that's the way you got you got to play it. I agree. I mean, you can't. You can't let Howard. Know, it, you can't let Howard a, have. It's a con. I just don't want corners to play ten yards off and then take five steps backwards. If yeah, I, I see that again, then like I don't know what to do at that point. If at some point you got to play them tight, and if they beat you over the top, you know what? They hit the play. I mean, that's yeah. That's kind of how they I, probably will hit a lot of those because Hertz is really good. Um, but like we like we've been saying, we like our offense too. I mean, I, I honestly. Even with the the problems we've seen, I, I wouldn't trade our offense for theirs necessarily. I mean, I'd rather have Chad Kelly and the receivers, um, but that's part of that is just my preference for passing exciting football over you know grinding out three yard it's runs. Pit, what, pit, what are we going to get from Hurts? I mean, if Hurts plays well, you take the Alabama offense. But I think Hurts we'll plays see. well. But like you said, I mean, this is his first game. It's going to be really loud. Uh, the new hey, make make it a four rocking. quarter game. Make it come down in the last five minutes. And that's going to be what that's what, that's going to be what Free says. Make Hurts beat you. That, that, that's they kind of go in here with this. You know what? We've been kind of. And that Florida State game, I mean, that team was hyped going into it. Do you, you wonder if they were almost – it's the opener. You get over-emotional. You get over high, You're tired. It's been a long offseason for them. Now they're kind of in a routine. Okay, we play football now. And nobody cares about what the NCAA thinks anymore. So Because we're talking about other narratives at this point. So – and the NFL is back and this and that. It, it's kind of – it sets up to where freeze teams in this situation tend to play, tend to exceed expectations now. I think it's a close game. It's probably a one-score game. It goes in either way. I think Alabama wins the game. With the, if you make me pick it, though, it's more of a, I don't know, maybe a 34-30 type deal. I think they put – I think they – my pro- – the thing I can't get over with Ole Miss is that Florida did this underneath passing scheme against us. Memphis did the same thing. Arkansas did the same thing. Florida State, it's not like they got beat. I mean, there's a formula you can follow to beat Ole Miss. It's it's out there. Saving them aren't stupid. But all those games you just talked about were also games where Ole Miss was really not that. You know, it, it wasn't the game they were looking forward to all season. It wasn't the big hype game. It was a game where they were getting exploited and they were they were getting picked apart. I don't know. I'm just trying to say I think the defensive line is going to get to the quarterback a little bit faster in this game. I think the linebackers are going to play a little more aggressive. I, I just think it's playing Alabama for Freeze and Freeze's teams have become the game that defines their season early on. And I, I maybe maybe it won't it won't be like that. But I just think that 
those that underneath passing really is a mental exploit. And I just think that we're going to be on Saturday. We'll see. If, if they get beat Saturday, I just want to see them get beat some other way than that. That's exactly. really yeah, I, I agree. I mean, I, if, 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 that's, if they beat us just like Florida State did, then that's not a good sign for the season. because well, the, the way Florida State beat us was the way – the way, what I'm trying to say is the way Florida no, State beat you. us is the way they lost in the past er, er, each in of the Arkansas, three games last year. It's the Florida same thing. Totally, totally agree with you. But, I'm all, but uh, my point was that none of those games were Alabama. I mean, Alabama I could have tried. I don't that think that us. matters. We'll see. I don't. I don't think it matters. Maybe they weren't planning. I think it's Florida State and Webster going down. They couldn't. Well, they I think literally... the, the the plan against Florida State was for Webster to be on an island, and then you could have safety help for exactly. your, your you shitty quarterback. Throw the body over, and they didn't have the. And then but... immediately that plan was gone. So the defense yeah. had problems. Um, so. and, and also, I don't know if we we didn't talk about how Jimbo put floor, four defensive ends on the line. That was pretty debilitated and if Werner had just identified that and gone back to the run I don't know but that wasn't good that wasn't good at all no I mean they got ahead by two scores and used it I mean the the, the Florida State's 30 I think points I think that I think they and Alabama are kind of clear-cut the two best teams this year yeah well I say I mean Ohio State maybe Michigan but they're two of the best five teams and that's going to be the kicker. If they if Ole Miss goes and loses a competitive game, they then got to turn around. They they've got to get out of the month. They've got to get out of September two and two. They I, I don't think they lose to Georgia at home if they lose to Bama. It, I, Georgia what beat Nickel State by two yesterday. I don't think Georgia's yeah. bad. I don't think Georgia's bad by any stretch. But Ole Miss but has not a clear the clear yeah, advantage right. at quarterback against Georgia. Agree. And we'll Ole Miss can also stop the run, so you know that kind of takes Chubb out of it. So then you got Grayson Lambert and or Jacob Eason, you know, trying to make the throws that Francois was making. I just don't know. I mean, Francois was very composed for his redshirt freshman status. That's what good to give you about Womack's team is like you can stop the run, take the short stuff away, and make these make these young guys uh, beat you over the top. I mean, don't give it to them. And see, then you give it to them, and they get and they get confident. You gotta take, yep. gotta take it away early. You know, I mean. Yeah, they really need to force some turnovers against Bama. That's that's the next factor that I mean, if you lose seen. by three or you lose by twenty one, nobody's gonna care. I think you got I think you gotta come out and be aggressive in this game. And you know what? If they hit a big play over the top, so be it. You have an offense that can score quick. Go use it. Yeah, no doubt. I mean that's that's the attitude needs to be. Do we want to recap the rest of the league this past week? Yeah, Just sure. Kind of so we can go kind of summarize where every team's at through two weeks and then yeah, we'll move on up. to three. I'm pulling up SEC sports right now. Um so like you mentioned, Bama, after destroying USC, kind of, you know, messed around against Western Kentucky, whatever, whatever. I mean, you can't really take much away from games like that. It was Saban, wanted, basically Saban wanted that. He wanted them to look bad so that he could, you know, chew ass in the press conference. Exactly. How, how does Jalen Hurts handle being on the road or yeah. is, or can they just, can they, can they out-scheme Womack to the point that it doesn't matter? That's yeah. the question for Alabama this week. And we'll, we'll find out Saturday at 2.30 Central. So what we had... Weren't there two comp? Yeah, yeah, two conference games this weekend. First, Kentucky just you know did a Kentucky against Florida, lost forty-five to seven. I feel like it could have been worse, wasn't it? Forty-five to nothing in the third. I'm pretty sure it was, it was. 30, thirty-eight nothing in the third. Stoops zero and two blew a thirty blue was a twenty-five point lead to Southern Miss. Gave up thirty-four unanswered. Not good. He's fired. Does he even make it to the end of the season? Is really a question. And if Maybe you're not. Kentucky, who do you? I mean, who do you go after? I don't know. I don't Let's think like about this. Who can Kentucky go after? How about hmm, maybe maybe like a big assistant? 
I think you kind of got to get the young up and coming assistant. Yeah. Because then I, the, the guy that the guy that all he has to do is go in eight games in the East and then he's off to the next. Right. League. You can find he, that guy. Uh, he, that's who you're after. And the thing, and the good thing for them is kind of the similar deal with LSU. You know, you're making a change at the end of the year. So, or you're, you're at this point, Kentucky, you know, you're making a change. LSU, you're 98% sure you're making a change to the point that you need just to plan on making the change. You can always back out of it. So, that's that. Um, Florida's looks, you know, Florida's a middle-of-the-road team. Callaway's good offensively. McElwain coaches them pretty well, intelligently. They have an athletic defense. They're not going to be able to score enough in big games. Um, but, I mean, when do they play Tennessee? Is that the 24th, maybe? Yeah, it's the 24th. Who do the Gators have this week? I'm looking for it. Florida. I'm not sure. Doing this. Uh, North Texas at Florida, so it'll be three and zero. So yeah, Florida. We'll see. That that could be a team that builds as the quarterback develops. They're an eight. They're. I mean, this the East. They, I mean, they can they win the play, East. They play Arkansas and Fayetteville as their swing conference game, like little their rotation game. That's kind of that'll be interesting. I think it's in November too. I was looking at Arkansas and they. I guess we'll get to Arkansas here. Wild win. Really fun game to watch last night with over uh, TCU. Bielma's got his team. I mean, they barely beat La Tech, and they won this wild. But now they're kind of, I mean, it's funny. Bielma has eight and four teams, but they're dangerous against top 15 opponents. Oh, I yeah. mean, that's, he knows how to coach. And Arkansas, they've got a, they've got a lollygag game this week. And then they play A&M in Arlington next weekend. That's going to be... That's going to be interesting. Yeah, because A&M, A&M scored 67 points on A&M Prairie View. Not A&M's got a big stretch here because they look like they, they could emerge as maybe the third or fourth That's, best That team. should be a really fun game, Ole Miss and A&M will, at College Station. This weekend, A&M goes to Auburn this weekend. What you know? Can they go in and beat Auburn on the Plains? They're probably the better team, but Auburn's got an athletic defense and the game's in Auburn. So that's something that will be interesting to watch. What time is that kick? It's probably a night game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they play Auburn at seven on ESPN. So state go- state goes to Baton Rouge as well. I guess we'll talk. We we'll talk about state. They yeah, that's the next game on my. I thought other South SEC Carolina, game. I thought South Carolina was going to go in there and win. State really dominated the game. I give 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 Mullen credit for rallying the troops after just absolutely. Well, I mean, it was a, it was an absolute awful. must win. I mean, Mullen absolutely. Mullen had to win that one. Um. So LSU, they went to Gatlin at quarterback. I assume he finished the game. Harris is benched. That team doesn't believe in Harris. Wait, they actually benched Harris? I didn't hear that. Oh, you didn't see? Yeah, uh, yeah. So they were down three nothing after I think it was three nothing after the first quarter. Harris is two drives. They uh, Jacksonville State controlled the ball twelve out of fifteen minutes in the first quarter. Harris is two drives for three and out. Fournette didn't play. They're healing his ankle. Yeah, his ankle bruise. So because they have guys in hold the on, league. hold on. For, uh, Fournette didn't play. It sounds like uh, some of our preseason predictions are starting to. Well, look a he, he real. had that bruised ankle against Wisconsin. I think it makes sense to. I think no, it totally makes sense. Don't play him against Jacksonville State. I'm just saying this is the first step towards uh, that Fournette bubble wrap season we were talking. I'll tell about. you, State. Embarrassed off South Alabama, they seem to have taken, you know, figured out who we are. Yeah, well, Fitz LSU ran for like one seventy five or something. Game. I mean, Fitzgerald looked pretty good at running the ball. 
I think they can if they can tackle Fournette, they can go down there and win that game. I well, mean, I this think, is a I think State wins it. Chance. Yeah, I think State uh, wins it. It's a big game for Les Miles. He he doesn't he really doesn't need to lose this one. But I mean, Nick Fitzgerald ran for 170 yards, something like that. I mean, I just remember two years ago in Baton Rouge where Dak just embarrassed LSU. McDermott and I also have a bet that we think Fitzgerald ran for a hundred next year, so we need a state W here to kind of help support our theory. Fitzgerald ran for 195 yards against South Carolina. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean that South Carolina is not a terrible. I mean, Muschamp schematically could. Come, I mean, that's not terrible. No, so. that's something. I, yeah, that's obviously it's pretty good. I mean, conference that's game. Win. That's a it's a decent defense. The yeah, I mean, and then BYU looked bad too, right? Like state schedules actually kind of coming together. They have a brutal stretch. The last four games are so tough, though. A and M, Alabama, Arkansas, Ole Miss. Oh, they're they can probably scrap to six and six. Well, yeah. I say that that's how Alabama loss is bad, but they can go beat if they can beat LSU. If they, if they beat LSU, the schedule's open for them. I mean, they can easily get to a bowl because they're going to beat UMass. Yeah, Auburn and Starkville. Auburn and Starkville should be a toss up for them. And then at BYU, at Kentucky, two wins. Samford, another win. But then four really tough games to end the schedule. But if they beat LSU, they're pretty much already bowl eligible for that stretch, probably. I'm looking for lines on the LSU. No, I don't think any lines are out yet. I was trying to find lines earlier in the show for us to talk about, and none of them were out yet. Well, that's useless. Yeah, I know. I I wonder why that is. Maybe too much weird stuff going on with Harris and all of them. Whatever. I think LSU will be favored in that game. I think State's a good pick there. Unless, I mean, I think LSU will probably be favored by, you know, 10 points or so. I, I think don't know. State, that seems like a lot. I feel like it's going to be like a 6.5. LSU gets, yeah, it's Fournette coming back, this and that. State lost South Alabama. It'll be the national narrative. We'll yeah. see. Talk about Georgia squeaked by Nichols. Mm-hmm. Um, Ron Ali had a good game there. Yeah, I, bet. I know, right? Last chance you. Does Georgia? I don't. I just don't know what to make of Georgia. They're not the ninth best team in the country. I know that. Yeah. So did North Carolina beat Illinois? Even let's see. Good question. I'm asking that to see how like North Carolina. Yeah, yeah. I understand. They are compared to Georgia. And they, yeah, they beat they beat Lovey Smith 48-23. But I think Illinois could be just god awful. We'll see. We'll see what Georgia's like. Who do they get this week? Looking here. Oh, they play at Missouri. That's right. They'll win that game. We won't learn anything because Missouri's terrible. So yeah. Um. Let's see. Other SEC games. We talked about Prairie View and Stomped. Yeah, we talked about State. about RT. I was impressed by Vandy scoring forty-seven points against Middle Tennessee. I didn't think that was possible from them. I mean. I want. I'd like to see Vandy go six and six, and obviously, as long as they don't beat us in one of those six wins. I mean, Mason, I think's a good. I think he's Mason's a good, a really a good, good guy. Coach, he's a good guy. He's, yeah, he's, he's, he's going to do offensively. They, I don't they, really they understand some of his offensive decisions. I don't. I don't know, but he doesn't know how to manage offense. But maybe he'll figure it out. Auburn beat Arkansas State. Bad, I think yeah. they figured out Sean White's the guy more or less. They need to play him. I think he played most of the game. Yeah. Look at this box score. Oh, yeah, talk- Sean, Sean White played the game. We didn't talk if about the battle not- at Bristol yet, but go on. We'll get to it. Yeah, we got to get to it. That's kind of the end of it. Let's see. LSU, we talked about over Jacksonville State. Missouri, Beach, and Michigan. I'm not going to waste any more yeah, time talking about I don't care. 
Battle of Bristol. So Tennessee's down 14 nothing. I'm thinking, man, they're just going to fall on their face. They yeah, get that too. turnover, they score, and they go on a 24-0 run. I think that might have woken that team up. Dobbs running the ball. Now, Drew Richmond getting whipped at left tackle was quite entertaining. I mean, Dobbs was over there like, dude, quit sucking on the sideline. It was pretty funny. But it's always fun. Tennessee might have – that might have been the let's get our heads out of our butt moment and then they actually can do some stuff now because they have athletes. They the, Maybe the O-line's not as good as – or maybe – I mean, they got returning starters up there. Maybe they just need to gel. Who knows? It's kind of – this could be the team that has high hopes. They fumble around to start the season, but then they start building momentum. We'll see. Who do they have this? I think they have a joke game. If they have one more – Another joke games. I tell you what I don't like with Tennessee is Butch Jones is going yeah. to the C studio and his team's just dead flat to start that game. Like he, I'd be if I'm a Tennessee fan, I'm annoyed that they they get Ohio. Butch is the worst man. I think this team is winning in spite of Butch Jones. Like he is such a god awful coach. I yeah. would completely agree with they get, that. They get Ohio next, yeah. But they then, get Ohio and then they get Florida in Neyland and at Georgia. They oh, lose. Man. They lose both those games. And then A&M. I don't, and the I don't know. I don't know. They they have the talent to win both of those games. They'll how if Butch Jones is a big time coach, he wins both of those games. I just he's that idea of him. He's not. I agree. We'll see how that plays out. I mean, the East can is, they can they go three and one versus Florida, Georgia, A and M, Alabama? Surely not, right? We're gonna know. We're gonna know October second, or have a really good idea who's gonna win the East at that point. I mean, well. We know we know if it's going to – well, Tennessee – well, the, the only game missing is the Florida-Georgia Yeah, game. we'll know if it's Tennessee or not, basically. Exactly. We'll know where Tennessee really stands. Yeah. That'll be interesting. Anything else from this week? I think that's uh, everything. Did we get really everybody? a quiet week in college football. No really doubt. Many good games. I mean, we talked a little bit about the Wofford game. Uh, obviously, Metcalf's injury is the big takeaway. Shea redshirting. I mean, I – so I, red I honestly thought the that, tempo of the offense is another big question. We'll see how they're doing against Alabama. I, uh, I thought the I thought Ole Miss played pretty well against Wofford. Honestly, I mean Wavick came out and said afterwards that they only had two schemes and they only used the second one on three plays. I mean, I, I honestly thought the defense did well against a triple option for not having much time to prepare. It made me feel I a little bit better about Georgia Southern. Three. I thought this was a let's just let's just go easy this week, get rested. We know what's coming. We know what's coming on September 17th. And obviously they were looking ahead. I mean, but still, they, it was pretty good. I mean, we'll see. I, this, Alabama Ole Miss was like a game where freeze circles the wagons and they give a hell of an effort. We'll yep. see how it ends up. I think that's going to, it'll be, it feels like a four quarter game and let's turn over. I think so too. It should be a good game. We'll be there uh, sitting together. I hope, I think. The whole crew. Yeah, I'll be, yeah, we'll figure that out. We'll where are you gonna Where are you gonna be at? We'll make it happen. We'll oh, you got a ticket? Yeah, you're using our ticket. That's right. Yeah, we'll be together. All right, perfect. Yeah. And, See, uh, I was gonna sit up there, sit up there with the family tickets, but yeah, I'm yeah. Take, we take, could. Well, I think we could sit. We could sit like in a in an adult area and just calmly watch the game and just not be distracted by all the shenanigans. I agree, because the hell with the student section in the north end zone over there in the sun. I mean, yeah. But honestly, that that's where you stick them. I don't, you know. Yeah, we'll have, get, like, we'll have to get. We'll have to get Here's what was funny. I, I saw from everything from oh the students. I feel bad for them. They're in the sun. They're getting cheap SEC football tickets, and it's close to the Grove. It yeah, works for care. them. They're young. Put them over there. Yeah. And then flip side. Oh, they didn't show up for the second half of Wofford. It's the second half of Wofford. Like go, you know, and it rained. Like I don't. I mean, nobody. No one cares. That, 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 no, listen, no one the cares. North End Zone is going to be packed the entire game next week. 
Exactly. Like It'll be packed an hour and a half early. Exactly. So, so you have to worry about the students. I mean, it's this is just how it works. I mean, students don't stay for FCS games. It's just not how it happens. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Exactly. So, yeah, so we'll be there. I I think it'll be interesting. My sense is Alabama wins a close, you know, a, a four-quarter football game, but we'll see. I mean, well, maybe. I said, I said yesterday that I thought Alabama was going to win by 14, but I, I'm feeling more like where you are right now where, I mean, I just think, I, I think the team's going to give their best effort, and I think it's going to be above what happened, you know, in Orlando where I think that they got yeah. kind of caught off guard. We'll and, see where the ceiling is. Inexperienced secondary and a lack and a lack of dependable. Well, I'm ready. I'm looking. I'm going to be That's looking hard. for a lot of string fellow targets in this game. I, I feel like they've gone kind of easy on the first two games. I mean, this is where string fellow's got to just if he's going to be our number one receiver, he's got to catch some big balls against. I him. think you know. I think you got to get like AJ Brown and whatnot involved in this too. And oh, they no need, doubt. We'll see how they. They're capable, obviously, of winning. It'll be an interesting game to watch. It's kind of Ole Miss. I mean, nobody expects Ole Miss to win this game, but they have the talent to do so. It's kind of a it's a good puncher's chance. Yeah, I mean, it's like the last two years where you're the underdog. Here's the the thing. They don't have the, oh, can we beat Alabama hurdle to climb in their head? No, they can't. That's the one thing with this team. Now, do they have the horses to do it? We'll see, but. So, John, another thing to consider, um, Freeze kind of surprised people, started out the Florida State game with that five-wide set that worked so well. I mean, do you think he's got something up his sleeve for Bama, too? I would I would expect him to do some uh, interesting scheming. I hope he's got four quarters of scheming and not a half of scheming against <laughs> Florida State. I really don't care what he does to start the game. Well, I think maybe that Florida State game was a reminder that uh, you got to make adjustments. You can't just – you got a senior quarterback, but you can't just roll them out there and keep doing the same thing you're doing and hope for different results when the other team is scheming around you. I think you got to have a scheme somewhere late first quarter, somewhere second quarter, repeller and comes out and gets you some tough yards. Because how else are they going to get tough yards against uh, against yeah. Alabama? That's my question. So, oh, I just thought of this. You know, they could even go Peller and quarterback line Chad Kelly up at wide out and do some shenanigans oh and whatnot. Oh, my God. I don't know, man. I don't know about that. That worries me. I don't want Chad Kelly. I'm calling that right now. I don't want Chad Kelly exposed like that. I'd, I'd rather line up Pellerin as a tight end. This I want. I want all in because you're not. You can't. You. you I want go for broke because they. That's what they have to do here. I say you. I say if you line up Kelly, you fake a screen to him, and then Pellerin throws deep. I could see that. We'll figure it out. Yeah, I mean it's gonna be a fun game, no doubt. And it's dang, it's gonna be here. I mean, six days we're gonna be in that game real soon. I was, I was scheduling a meeting for work, and then realized that this morning I was like, "Oh crap, I'm not in Friday. I need to. <laughs> I don't have no. I don't have to. I was. I don't. I'm not a, you know really the core of this meeting, so it's okay. I'll, or I, I'll go. Double, I'm pretty sure it'll be fine. But I was like, "Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's amazing how quick that stuff." Yeah, football season. Look, it rolls up now. Right. So, so wait. So let's try. Let's check again. See if we can find any lines, so we can look ahead to the week and make some picks. Check in my yeah. book again. I, this is annoying. I, I thought that they they posted lines like before noon on Sundays generally. I thought they did too, but who knows? Yeah. Um. How about some uh, NFL predictions today? What do you think about Laquan in his first game against the Titans? Uh, interesting to the Vikings quarterback can probably underway, right? I think it started at, at noon. Yeah, it started 15 minutes ago. I have the Packer Jaguar game. I don't know why I get that up nice. here. 
And then I have the Bengal Jet game on CBS. Rodgers just scored. Um, nice. He's, he's on my fantasy Jags. team. Rodgers on my oh, yeah, fantasy he's team. Funny. I, I, yeah, I have your Jags up here. I forgot your yeah, Jags fan. Yeah, my Jags, baby. Jags just gave it. Aaron Rodgers just holding the end zone against them. Did he run in? Is that what happened? He ran in, yep. Nice. Aaron Rodgers rushing TD. Need to open up my fantasy app here. I like that. You know, I said I was done being a Cowboy fan, and I'm not back to fan, but I'm I'm intrigued by the Dak, you know. Yeah, I want to see that game. The Ole Miss secondary called themselves the Jack Boys, and then they went out and got shredded. The Cowboys are now the Dak Boys. We'll see how that works. Yeah, no, I think that's that's so fun. Like, Eli versus... Eli versus Dak, that's great. A non-Tony Romo quarterback Cowboy team with a guy that actually has some talent. This could be kind of interesting. I'm intrigued. Yeah, it'll be interesting. No, I mean, and Dak has looked really good so far. We'll see how it is against, you know, that live team, action. That, that team is built. I mean, they have an offensive line. Ezekiel Elliott, they have, like, an elite running back now. I'm curious to see him. Yeah. Defensively, they'll piss me off because the Cowboys just screw that up every year. But, you know what? It'll be interesting. The division's winnable. The Giants spend $100 million on defense. It's, 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 it is an intriguing game yeah. for both teams. It's a good one for sure. Um, who else is playing today? And then uh, Belichick. beating Houston. Belichick's Patriots play at 8.30 Eastern time against the Cardinals. Jimmy Garoppolo I'm not as high on the Cardinals as others are. I don't think Palmer's the guy to get it done. I don't think so either. I, I like a lot of their pieces, but I really don't like Palmer. Agree. I think I, I think it feels like Seattle wins that division. To be honest, yeah, I, I think Seattle should be really good. I mean, I, I expect them to replace Lynch, um, and I like Russell Wilson. He's like one of the top three QBs in the league. Bears are up on the Texans. I see that. Yeah, I, I'm hoping uh, my fantasy app isn't working right now, but I'm hoping that some uh, Eagles are up on the Browns. Jet points. Scores the Bengals. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure our podcast listeners—they're going to be listening to this after all these games are over. Why are loving, these guys yeah. <laughs> loving these this, updates? <laughs> it's an authentic podcast. We don't yeah, do it, guys. We're doing this live. I mean, we wouldn't be doing this except that we can't get our college lines to come up, so we don't know. Why don't we just? Well, like, I have this. I have next week's schedule for the yeah, whole. Let's just pick. Let's, let's just roll through. Let's just pick of, winners and losers. Let's just pick winners agree. and losers. All the so lines are more fun. So, so interesting games of the week. I'm, I'm going to go outside SEC here too, since we. Yeah. Sure. Why not? You, you give me some games and I'll pick them. Thursday night, Houston at Cincinnati in Cincinnati. So number six, Houston and Tom Herman, the chosen, the next chosen one of coaching. Old Tommy Tuberville. Pine box. Riverboat gambler. He's got a shot to do something here on ESPN. I don't, I have no idea if that team's any good. Let me see. see what that's they, a Thursday. That's a Thursday game. You said. Yeah, that's a good Thursday. Oh, I'm, I'm gonna watch that. I love watching Houston, man. They, so they beat UT Martin twenty-eight to seven and Purdue thirty-eight to twenty. Um, so they're kind of in. But you know, Greg Warden missed the, the Lamar game this weekend with a shoulder. I'm assuming he's back for this. And but nevertheless, it's a road game on a Thursday. So I like it. I'm gonna pick. I'm obviously picking Houston here, but it's a fun matchup. I'm looking forward to that one. I think that'll be good. That'll be. That's a good Thursday game to kind of entertain ourselves with. Yeah. Let's see. Anything good Friday? No. Tennessee at Ohio. I assume we both have the Vols there. Yeah. All right. Let's see. Iowa State at TCU. I'm looking at all the ranked teams here at TCU. I don't think TCU. I don't know if TCU be ranked for this weekend. Probably not. Clemson gets South Carolina State at home. They can. Waffle their way to a win. High noon Saturday. This will be good. Florida State at Louisville. 
Louisville 13 in the country. Petrino's got a quarterback, too, that's an athlete. So it wouldn't surprise me if this game got, got it was interesting in the second. You know, common sense here says Louisville's leading this at halftime and Jimbo comes out and does his thing at, half, does his thing at the half and they make adjustments. Francois' first road game against a quality opponent, that could be interesting. Louisville could That'd make a good game. I really think good. Does Louisville have the D line? Ole Miss does because then because then Florida State, where they can do it's all these ACC teams just give the ball to Cook and say go. I mean, this I think they're really really good, and we'll and I think I trust Jimbo developing quarterbacks more than I do Saban and Alabama because I, I get yeah, I get too. that Al, I get that Alabama has Kiffin, he's a good play caller, but I think Jimbo's better at quarterback relationships, mm-hmm. so. Florida, I'm not, maybe I'm screwed up because Ole Miss got this lost. I think Florida State the best team in the country. I, I think, think they. I, I think they're good. I think they still have question marks. They're, I, de- they're, de- they're a playoff team. I think so. It's either them or Clemson. They're way better than Clemson. This no, time. I think Florida State wins the ACC for sure. Let's see. Kansas at Memphis. That wall. That's just kind of a fun game. <laughs> Sweet. Uh, let's see. Wisconsin and Iowa get cupcakes. Miami goes to Appalachian State. Dude, I was stomped Kaya out of Kaya threw a couple picks in the first half against whoever they have, Florida Atlantic. They, App State could maybe entertain that one. We'll see. App State was really fun against Tennessee in that opener. That's just, that's an upset alert. Um, Vandy at Georgia Tech. Ooh. I like Mason's defense against the triple option. Yes. That could be a low-scoring kind of fun game. Oh, that should be good. That, that That's that's pretty winnable. I, what's Georgia Tech's record? Are they 2-0? Uh, they yeah they beat BC and they beat Mercer they beat BC in Dublin so they're two and zero yeah I don't really know anything about them they could be they could be a good Georgia Tech team they could be a bad Georgia Tech team you never know kind of a sneaky fun game for just kind of an end yeah, obviously everybody eyes like but that could be whatever I like watching the triple option it's fun let's see anything else what's, Michigan what's in the SEC next week besides our game I'm, I'm looking through here this this goes chronologically in order of time okay. so we'll that so Colorado's going to the big house and then Oregon goes to Nebraska uh, Michigan's gonna block Colorado Oregon Nebraska maybe gets interesting Mm -hmm. we play BAM at 330 Eastern CBS um let's see Pitt goes to Oklahoma State Pitt barely beat Penn State happened to watch that game it's a pretty good game and then Oklahoma State did you see what happened to them no. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw the last second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that, that in, lateral the, Hail Mary the in, thing. The invalid Hail Mary because the official screwed up. What, what, what was the official did? What did the official did? Oh, you missed it. So they called. So Oklahoma State had the ball, was running the clock out, and fourth down, basically they had five seconds to kill. They ran around, chunked it down the field, intentional grounding flag. Oh, it wow. should have been loss of down, but then, then game over because there were, but the officials instead ruled that uh, Central Michigan got an untimed down. Oh, wow. Because the can in intentional grounding. But in reality, the rules state that there's you can't if you can't change possession on the rule. I'll basically give the you can't give the ball such a risk and say, okay, you get an untimed down. Basically the game should have been over. Wow. That's, they got, that's insane. So then the one play that they get, they hit that crazy Hail Mary. But so it doesn't matter. They can't they can't go back and change it, can I, they? I mean Central Michigan gets the win. It's really obvious, though. If you're ever going to change an outcome, this is the game because it's like that play should never happen. You take the points off the board. Oklahoma State literally got screwed out of the game. And let's be honest: if this was if that if that happened to Alabama, they would change the outcome of the game. Oh yeah, or, no, it's true. But 
Here's what pissed me off is I'm watching these TV commentators go, oh, well, the rule's dumb. Like, they should totally, you can't just end the game on intentional grounding. Well, guys, the rules are the rules. Oklahoma State schemed to do that. Like, all teams do this stuff. You can't just sit there and say the rule's dumb and say, oh, Oklahoma State, you know, they shouldn't have got it because the rule. It's like, no, they played to the way the rules were set up. Like, this, they, this, uh, they got totally screwed. This, this topic uh, yes. got me thinking. I got an over-under for you. Over-under mm-hmm. two uh, illegal man downfield penalties when Alabama comes to Oxford on Saturday. Oh. Uh, on Ole Miss. On Ole Miss. Uh, yeah, obviously. Obviously. Um, that's a good question. I think that's a pretty good one. I think I said it. I think I said it right too, because I'm pretty sure it's going to be one. Yeah, I'm trying to. Yeah, and they get me thinking about officials and college football and how they affect my team. So I'm just going to try to forget you mentioned that. But I, I think you're right on it, though. Well, I, I, think, per- I think if there if there's not more than two, Saban's going to lose his mind because he he bitched last season after uh, after we won and. I mean, that's one of those things, like complaining about non-calls is one of those those things that you resort to when your team gets beat, you know? I, yeah. Agree. I, mean, I, I don't know. I think Saban's going to come out and beat the crap out of us. I, mean, I don't know if he's going to be worried about that little stuff. Just well, I just me. mean if they don't call him, it'll miss wins. I mean, yeah, yeah, because Saban wins, he has no complaints. He doesn't care. But he made such a stink last season about that rule. I don't know. Whatever. We'll see what happens. It's also one of the points of emphasis for the officials this year, apparently, is calling it. Um, all right. SEC, SEC games next weekend. What else you got? East Carolina goes to South Carolina. I think East Carolina East Carolina beat NC State this weekend. I think that they could be favored going to Columbia. That would be crazy. Yeah, no, that, that's Ugly football at its finest. Um, let's see. Who else? State at LSU, 7 o'clock ESPN, too. We talked about this earlier. It's a good game. Our, LSU has already LSU. been announced for the two thirty CBS yet? Yeah, it was announced like in the middle of the summer. That's what I thought. Okay, so that's great. That means after our game, we'll get to watch some good, uh, some other good. Yeah, games. there's good stuff going. Wait, on what's here. on ESPN? If that one's on ESPN too, there's a better game. Huh? ESPN's A and M at Auburn. Oh man, those are both. Really oh, this good is games. a this, this is a great prime prime time. Yeah, those are both great. Games. I'll, I'll take I'll, I'll take you through it here as we go. We got like five or six good games. So. State LSU, I think LSU wins a close game. I think they have but a quarterback. If you named told me Harris. State wins, I'm not shocked at all. Not surprised. I think LSU goes to somebody named Harris and, has, and just gets over the hump. Yeah. AM Auburn's a fascinating game for both teams. It's going to be, it's a it's a huge game for Gus. Yes. It's, it's on if the Gus, plains. Is, Gus, it on the, is it on the plains or no? Yes, it's on the plains. Oh, that's a, Gus that's a great game. Next, he's going to win this. That's a great game. Right Someone there. can lose this and stick around, it feels like. But yeah, because they're game. trending. They're trending pretty well right now. But yeah, this is yeah, a huge it, game for Gus. It, it's AM in September. They always win. I think. Yeah. True. Man, I don't. This is. That's a tough one to call because Auburn has the home field advantage uh, and the defensive man. advantage, but A&M has the big offensive advantage. If Auburn just says Sean White's the guy, I think Auburn wins by a field But goal. Okay, John. Okay, with Sean White, what does Auburn's offense look like? Like the ideal – A&M's defense isn't that good. But I'm saying, I'm saying, does Auburn go – like is it a pro style? Do they pass? I mean, it's not their run first. No, they're running, they're running. They run the same stupid fake stuff every with every quarterback. Wait, so they're, still, they're still trying to run White? I don't know. We'll see what they come up with here. That seems like a crazy idea. I mean, if you wanted to run your run first spread option, I think you need to have James Franklin out there. Or what's his name? John? What's his name? John Franklin? Franklin. I don't know. I mean, he's. Uh, Dude, did you see? Oh, yeah. We talked about that on the last episode. That Jalen Ramsey tweet where he just destroyed 
Yeah, just, just destroyed them. Brutal. So, so the SEC cupcake cupcake games of the week: Texas State at Arkansas. I mean, Ooh. North Texas at Florida. Okay, here's some really good primetime action: Michigan State at Notre Dame in South Bend. That's obviously out of the SEC, but that could be interesting. Twelve versus eighteen. I think Notre Dame's still a pretty good team. They the Texas managed to beat them the opening night. Georgia goes to Missouri. That's a bad game. Georgia should win that, but yeah. we'll see. I, I didn't realize that these two teams are playing. Ohio State at Oklahoma. Wow. That's awesome. But I didn't, I didn't know is, that was happening either. This is Oklahoma circles the wagons, literally like this is their season essentially because you can't lose two out-of-conference games and go to the playoff. No, no. So what do they do? Ohio, That's a game too. What time is that game? That's like the ABC primetime? 7.30. It's the Fox primetime Fox game. Fox primetime. Yeah. At Big 12, so they have that, that game. That'll be interesting. Um, I think Ohio State's good. Wait, so I'm guessing, I'm guessing Florida State-Louisville is the ABC primetime? No, it's the noon game. ABC primetime is USC at Stanford. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. That's boring. Um, and then the other game is kind of interesting. Duke goes to Northwestern. It's the Nerd Bowl, Cutcliffe. <laughs> and kind of the last de- you know, decent game is Texas goes to Cal. Um, it's a game Texas should win, but it's still a young Texas team. How, what are they doing? That's the 10:30 ESPN late night game. Sure, yeah. So it's a good weekend of football for sure. I mean, if you're a casual fan, you go, okay, Florida State, Louisville, I'm in, and then Ole Miss, Alabama, I'm in. With uh, let's see, what's your now? That's your big game for 3:30, and then, and then it's seven, seven thirty-eight. You've got State, LSU could be interesting. A&M, Auburn's interesting game. Um, yeah. Michigan State, Notre Dame, interesting game. Ohio State, Oklahoma is interesting game. It's a great and slate. It's a really good slate. This makes up for this weekend, which is terrible. True, true. So, but the RPTCU game ended up being good. So at least you had that. And I didn't, I didn't watch all of that Tech game because it was so late last night. But it was a lot of fun. I mean, both were up over forty when I turned it off. It was, it was exciting. No defense to speak of, but insane offenses. Um, you see that. Uh, ASU running back Balage had seven touchdowns. No, I did not. Yeah, it's pretty. I think he set a record. It's pretty crazy. Uh, I think he had eight career touchdowns before that game. Um, let's see what else. What else remains to talk about, John? I hear the New uh, York. The New York Jets just had a twenty-two yard field goal blocked by the Bengals. That's nice. pretty amazing. I was gonna say I hear the uh, I hear the Bagman hats did well in the Grove this weekend. Bagman hats are profitable at this point. We uh, we actually ordered more yesterday, and Sweet. they'll be in for Memphis. I mean, so we we'll, looked at ex- uh, we looked at expediting, and they're like, "Yeah, hey, we don't want to pay that much to expedite." Not worth it. Yeah. So we'll uh, yeah. we'll keep you posted on that. I, I told Table Cobbleson he's got to start packaging this stuff with art, man. Drive up this. Yeah, drive. seriously, let's go. I mean, there's no reason he shouldn't be. He needs exactly. to start a Bagman series. Agree. I mean, there was an Auburn guy asking for like an orange Bagman hat. I saw like, that. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, hell, man. It, wait, do you have a website yet? Let's set up like bagmanhat.com. No, this is this is Table Cobbleson. It's all on Twitter. Like, I, up, I, I st- he still didn't have Venmo yet. Like, oh it, my god, dude, it's it really easy to get Venmo. Um, I'm uh, gonna th- I'm gonna threaten physical violence against him in person if he didn't have a Venmo. Sounds by like the we're time gonna have to set up. Yeah, we're just gonna bagmanhat.com so that we can actually sell these. Well, we don't, yeah, we'll see. Um, I figure we're ordering 20 more for the Memphis game. We'll see. They come in how they do. If they hit, 
if they hit the ground running, the, we figured out the price point break from our suppliers at 48. So I would think order more after Memphis and then have them for yeah. Auburn and the Egg Bowl rest of the years, kind of. Well, and also, I mean, if you if you set up a website, you could have them printed printed on demand, so you never have to worry about fronting it or anything like that. But it's a it's a whole thing. We'll talk. Well, about we it. have to coordinate with a supplier and all that. Oh yeah, we'll that's, talk about it. Um, that, that, that might get. <laughs> that's more effort. Well, we well Taylor have anything else to do? We can uh, get him to do. It. Um, but yeah so if you want a bagman hat look for him weekend after memphis you said just keep an eye out for him on follow table follow table on twitter harass him and get you you can you can pre-order we'll say that we'll take pre-orders oh sure sure. so So, yeah yeah, keep up up with table on twitter we will ship to you out of towners for a fee for a fee it's 30 bucks a hat plus we'll say five bucks flat shipping and if it's more than that we'll just eat it Wow, <laughs> that's nice of you. Uh, yes, keep an eye out for that. Um, I haven't. I I hear the stadium's new sound system is cool. Obviously, I wasn't there yesterday. Yeah, I heard that. Looking uh, forward to it. I definitely look, needed that. Looking forward to seeing the bowl and Vaught. Me the too, grass. man. I'm really excited. Good. I'm kind of hoping that Georgia game the week after will be a night game. I want to see the. I wanna yeah, see I want to see. The, I want to see the lights because they have a new light system in yeah. as well. Yeah, so. uh, the, the, the stadium looked good on TV for sure. I, I love the fact that we bowled it in. I'm really excited about that. But uh, looking forward to seeing it this weekend for the Bama game. Looking Freeze. forward to seeing you as well, my friend. Yeah, it'll be good. Freeze did the Are You Ready for the home opener, which everybody was kind of ill. And I, who do they do this weekend? We'll see. I, I, hey, man. I don't know. Please, Drew Brees. Please, Drew Brees. That would be funny. Yeah, uh, that would be epic. So, college, I don't know where college game day is going. SEC now is going to Oxford, so we'll yeah, get that's, that. That's a disappointment. That's a disappointment. I would think they, oh, they'll probably be in Norman, maybe. Yeah, got to be. Got to be in Norman for that. That's great. So, that's what. Yeah, so kind of a bummer to not get game day, but, I mean, whatever. We had fun. We had fun two years ago, and we had it. We'll, we'll get it again someday. I'm not worried about it. We're trending in the right direction. Um, so I, see, I mean, it's, I mean, it's fun having game day, but it's not critical at this point. So no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. Um, watching this live cast of the Vikings game and they've been moving down the field, but I don't think Quan's caught a pass yet. It's been a lot of digs. He's a second team receiver for them at this point. Yeah. I, I, I think he'll work his way in. Uh, I'm sure he'll catch some balls this game. We'll see. Um, yep. but I guess for now we'll stop there. Um, we gave our Alabama predictions, kind of gave every way we think that game could go. But uh, let's see. Um, Ryan's picks, he's been tweeting them at me, and I've been retweeting them. So follow at Sharks After Dark on Twitter. Yeah, how did his exotic parlay go or uh, whatever? I, he missed it because I know he picked South Carolina. I don't know what else in it missed. But um, I, I think it's hilarious that he is – like I've never heard of a exotic parlay picker, like someone that that's the kind of picks they publish. It's very funny. For anybody that's ever met McDermott, though, it's kind of the it fits. Perfect. Oh, it fits. It fits. It fits. He, he loves some exotic bets. So uh, you follow him, too. I think at McDermottator so you can see all of his picks, and we're happy see, to have See, he him. had Arkansas, nailed that. Yep. Uh, Florida got that. Bama, he missed on. Yep. Got Vandy. Missed on South Carolina. Got Tennessee. He got North Carolina. So he, he was, was pretty two good. Two off, man. Yeah, he's he's silly with those uh, exotic bets. I think uh, they're at the Vikings Titans game right now, so that's exciting. Yeah, he is. It's on his uh, Snapchat. That's exciting. Yeah, Sean's with them and Clay, so that's pretty fun, man. Uh, jealous of those guys for sure. I'm sure they're having fun. Hopefully, they'll uh, cheer for a, a Quan catch. I know that Sean's a Titans fan, which that's pretty lame, but uh, whatever. Yeah. Uh, 
Last thing, do you think that the Vikings overpaid for Bradford with that first-round pick? First reaction was absolutely. Me too, me too. But, I was like, what the fuck? But I've started, I mean, I've heard people point out, you know, North Turner runs a similar system to what Mars did when Bradford was okay. Yeah. I get the move. Getting quarterbacks is difficult. Is Is Bradford's theoretical ceiling higher than Bridgewater's? I'll say yes. So, and he's got a team. But is the real question, is his ceiling higher than whoever the guy that's playing now, Sean Hill, S. Hill? Oh, absolutely. Sean Hill's not not the the, – there's a scenario where they can make a playoff run with Bradford. Yes, I did say that. No, I agree. It – I don't know. I mean, we'll see how this plays out. But that team's built to just – can Bradford go in there and be kind of a game manager guy and mm-hmm. and take it over? But he does have an arm that can chuck it down the field and open things up for him. That's the uh, – that's kind of the key here. We'll we'll see. It, it's not – it's not as bad of a deal as I thought it was. I sit here and think about it again. So yeah, I mean, it could pay off for sure. It's a gamble, but you know that's what you got to do when you're trying to. I think it's what out. you got to do these days because quarterback. I mean, it's such a quarterback-driven league, yeah. and with Peyton Manning gone and him, and you know, that's one less. I mean, who are your elite quarterbacks at this point? Brady, Rogers, um, and beyond that, I mean, Andrew Luck's good, but they haven't built a team around him. I feel like I'm forgetting at least somebody. Roethlisberger's good, but how good's the team around him? Let's see. Wait, you already you already said Rodgers, right? I said Rodgers. I mean Rodgers, Russell, Russell Wilson. Good, but nah, I mean, he's good, man. He's he's good. He's criminally underrated among quarterbacks. I think Russell's is. really good. He is, but he isn't. Agree. Carson Palmer's not the guy. Oh, Cam Newton. He's yeah. just doing forgetting. I'm just there's another guy like. Newton, Newton's everybody can say what they want. I don't know what Newton seems to get beat up pretty good off the field for whatever reason for stuff. I, I mean, yeah, I, mean, I he, have he no got, problem with Cam. He got two, he got two prima donna Super Bowl, but everybody would take Cam Newton on their team. Yes, so, yes, know. absolutely. He can Patriot play, Patriot fans deep down would say yes because Newton's twenty seven. I mean, there's some decent young quarterbacks that could be good, like Mariota and Jameis. I mean, I like both those guys. Jameis could be. I think the Bucks can make a run this year. They I think Jameis a, has a really high ceiling in the NFL. I agree. That Buck team could be pretty good. Yeah, uh, they could. I mean, I love Mike Evans. He's one of my favorite players in the NFL. He's good. They have Vincent Jackson opposite of him. Doug Martin's yeah, a good. Yeah, Doug back. Martin's good. Yeah, I got Vincent Jackson on my bench right now. But uh, we'll see. We'll see. But but the yes. point is, Eli and the Giants maybe could do the NFC East isn't that great. Yeah, maybe. So you think it's between the Cowboys and the Giants for? I don't know. I think it's not the Eagles. I think the Redskins yeah, could be there I too. Because we'll see what they yeah, do. The Redskins could be interesting. They, they like Cousins a lot. They, they got their workhorse uh, white QB. They love that. Yeah. We'll see what they can do. Yeah, we'll with. see. So we'll, we'll – uh, What do you think the Jags do this year? Let's close on this. I, I like the Jags. I like Bortles. I should have included him and those young QBs that I think have decently high ceilings. Um, love Hearns. Love Robinson. I still have question marks uh, at running back. Um, I – I I don't know. The defense is good. I like the defense. Um, Jalen Ramsey's awesome. I I like some of the young, young. guys. Dante got, Fowler, Miles Jack, Jack, those guys. That's four to seven seven. I didn't have a game on the other game, but yeah. you have Miles Jack. You have a uh, Dante, Dante Fowler. Fowler. Yeah. I mean, you've got Jalen Ramsey. Levels. Let's see. Lots what. of lots of defensive talent. Um, 
I think they should be pretty good this year. I mean, I got Hearns on my bench right now for fantasy too. I, I think he's really good. Um, I, I guess it's going to be. It's a, to me, it's a wide open year in the NFL. I just don't. I mean, I think the Jags are going to be held back by their offensive line. I mean, that's that's their big problem. Packers have Rodgers, but we saw they were kind of in last year, yeah, really. True. But Jordan Brady, Nelson's back, and and he, Rogers yeah, loves Nelson. Brady's going to be pissed off when he comes back. Yeah, so no doubt. The I mean, you think the Pat. Pass probably won that division. I I like Seattle more than Arizona in the NFC West. If I'm making off the cuff, the, the Panthers will be good. It feels like. Yeah, we'll see what uh the Saints signed Breeze to a 44 million fully guaranteed extension. So it's kind of an interesting. We'll see what they how that move comes to fruition. How, how old is how old is Breeze? Thirty six. I was going to say 37, you made me guess. Yeah, that's probably about right. He's pretty old. 36 is probably about right. Let's see what he I did. I Googled it. Uh, 37. 37, yeah, we were both. I had it. You were one short. He'll be yeah. 38 in January. Yep, he's closer to 38 than he. Yep. Um, yeah, so, 36. All right, we'll uh, check out that NFL slate now. Hopefully, you see some uh, old Miss players making some noise. Is uh is Laramie starting at left guard? Is that right? He's a starting left guard for the Dolphins. That's pretty cool. That's fine. I, I, his future's clearly a tackle, but as long as he's starting, I mean, you can't really you can't really hate on a rookie starting. Yeah, get him out there and let him. I mean, him in any a rookie starting anywhere in the NFL is a good sign that they have a bright future. I'd say. So let's end the show on this. What team's leading the SEC West right now? Uh, Mississippi State, right? Yep, yep. Only team with a, only team play a comp. Oh, I guarantee you, they've already tweeted a graphic about it. I I promise they're uh, they're relishing their. So the their SEC lead. West leader has a loss. South Alabama <laughs> conference. Hey, I think maybe we should hire Kane Womack as defensive coordinator. I got no. I want somebody to walk. If we get beat by the same stupid underneath passing stuff against Alabama that we did against the. You know, they played them against four Florida State. About, yeah, All those four games. I'm just going to be pissed off. Like, well, I say pissed off. I'm just going to. I'm going to not believe in this. I'm not going to believe in long term prospects of this team winning big until there's a change of defensive coordinator. They cannot lose this game the same way they've lost others. They want to be aggressive and have Calvin Ridley hit them over the top. That's fine. You know what? You tried. I, so. I think they're, they're going to play aggressive. I mean, I don't know how they're going to how they would come out. Freeze teams tend to circle the wagon, and this is one of them. This is a circle the wagon type situation for them. Absolutely. Let's, I mean, uh, it's a it's I a mean, huge game. The freeze thing to do would be to beat Alabama, Georgia, sweep by Memphis, and then go lose get to beat, Arkansas. Lose to Arkansas. That's that's the freeze way. And then honestly, like, and then you you're still, me, and, and then hey, you're still in. You still control your path. Right. And then you go lose to like A and M. I honestly think that if Freeze beats Alabama and Georgia, he's going to go two and ten and two with loss to Arkansas and FSU. That sounds about right. And they, and they go to Atlanta. Yeah, and they finally do it. And he and he, and he even after a, a first game loss, he he advances his record. That's the that's the kicker. They if they if they win this game, which I don't think they do. Well, it, if they win this game, they're right back where they were before they lost. They're to all of a sudden like. Look, you know they might. Okay, then let's see. What, you know, let's say that. Let's say Florida State goes and beats Louisville by like seventeen. It's like right. Well, Handle miss wins. They yeah. lost to the best team in the country effectively on the road, and they were up twenty eight six, and they were minus four in the turnover margin. It's like oh, okay. I mean, you you can make an error scenario. Okay, Ole Miss can go be in the playoff against so Florida I think, State. I'll go ahead and say this. Hey. I'll go ahead and say this now. I think Bedwell 
after the Florida State game. He might have said it before. I don't know. But definitely after, he said, okay, is my prediction still on the table? 11-4, and four, lose the Florida State twice, play him again in the playoffs. That's what Bedwell is predicting. And win the SEC. 11-4, and four, win the SEC. Or it would have to be 11-3, and three, right? No, 11-4 means you play, lose oh, yeah. the Florida State title game. So, so you, you would, could be you could be eleven and three and lose the semi of the of the uh, of the exactly, playoffs. Exactly, exactly. Still, still win Atlanta. Still beat Florida or Tennessee in Atlanta. I don't know, man. It's we'll we'll have a much better idea of what's possible and what's likely after this week. This offense is going to have to develop and go from a big play unit to a. I think you'll find some consistency. To a, it's got to be a unit that controls the game, though. That's kind of... Well, hopefully they can get through this game without any injuries drastically affecting their game plan. Yeah, we'll see. That would be nice. But yeah, we'll uh, we'll stop there for now. Next time we talk to you, we'll, like I said, have a better idea. We'll play Alabama three games in the book. So that's going to be a big one. Um, but for now, thanks for listening, guys. Check out our website, LandSharksAfterDark.com for any old episodes you might be interested in. Of course, follow us on Twitter. Thank you, John, for joining me as always. Um, we'll talk to you guys again next week. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.